I think it's really important that you don't put someone else through something that you wouldn't go through. You I know, agree. like, I, it would be a, a massive dick move for me and Reed to go around the world and do this to people and not... And not, and not do it yourself. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 So, give it to me. <laughs> hey, Paul, how's it going? I'm doing great. Good. What city are we in? We are in London, England. All right, I got one. You ready? Yeah. Um, I am hopeful about the future of the world. Wow. Wow. I'm a, I'm a Christian. Wow. <laughs> to be a Christian means the middle is ugly, but the end is good. The, the, oh, uh, you mean the end of humanity where we go to heaven? No, 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 no. Oh. The, um, the conclusion of the story where Jesus blesses the world. Uh-huh. So you... Ah, okay, I have a question. If there were no God, I would be optimistic about the world's future. Is it important that I walk around? No, no, you can do no, anything I can go right through? No, well, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Optimistic. Okay, no, yeah. I... If, if... No, if... Even going to a conference like this... There's a lot of things to be scary about, and our capacity to fix them. We usually fix one thing and break another. That's kind of what we keep doing. So, so are you kind of depending on God or relying on God to solve the problems, or is it? Is it like a hope? It's it's not a you know the way God works and the way we work isn't like two bricklayers next to each other building a wall. God definitely works through people and. Um, changes people and works in us. And so I, I've seen, let's say, let's say the transformation of humanity since the crucifixion of Jesus, I think for the most part has been positive, but that doesn't mean other huge challenges haven't emerged. Mm. I have one. Um, it is important to have friends of different religious faiths. Why did you? Why is it important? You strongly agree that it's important to have friends of different religious faiths. Well, he, the God of redemption, is the God of creation, and He shines through all that's fair. And I must say that I have learned, um, I've learned things about this world from from people of other religions, and and in in terms of human history, other religions basically means other cultures, because. Uh, the cultures of the world are all sort of seeded in these religions and religions have been so fruitful in stimulating culture that, I mean, would we really even have Thai food if it weren't for the religions of the East? So no, I, and I, I love knowing a variety of people. And um, so for me, that's, what's interesting about life is. And, 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 and you have kids, right? I have five kids. I have a claim. I would rather my children be Muslims than atheists. Well, that's a hard one. Well, that's why we're playing the game, baby. <laughs> I am. I remembered the rule. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's good. Okay, why did you? Why do you disagree? 
because the kinds of atheists that are in our culture have a lot of Christianity in them. Many people have actually said that to me. Yeah, well, I think it's true. Yeah. And I, I, I bump into that a lot because I think, I think Christianity so rewrote our moral imaginary that most of the atheists make really good arguments that Christians aren't living up to their values or that um, we, have to, we have to work on our conflicts with Christian values. And so I, I, I actually, I think that the phenomena that we've seen that we've called atheism in the West is in some ways a, a quite, it's a variant of Protestantism, really. I got one. If, if the metaphysics weren't true, you know, the rising from the dead and walking on water, stuff like that. If the metaphysics weren't true, Christian values would still be good values to live by. Wow. Ooh, we have something. <laughs> okay. I don't think Talk to me. I don't think Jesus crucifixion, a lot of people were crucified. And when Jesus was crucified, his followers understood exactly what that meant. And it did mean what it meant. That was a real story. But all of this Christian ethic about turning the other cheek and loving your neighbor and doing so sacrificially, we all depend on it because we depend on our mother sacrificing for us. We depend on our father sacrificing for the family. We want neighbors who will forgive us even if it's probably not in their best interest. But in the long run, there's this great scene in Steve Martin's Leap of Faith where he's talking to this crucifix and, and he says to the Jesus on the cross, he says, you say the meek shall inherit the earth and I say all they get is the short end of the stick. Uh. And he's right. But I also believe that what is given in that sacrificial way will be rewarded and I think that's what the crucifixion says because otherwise if, if all I have if my main life goal is to live from zero to a hundred um, getting the most fun pleasure happiness out of life what's to keep me from being an asshole I'm actually going to uh, move to, to agree with you know when I when I think about I'm actually going to move to agree because I'm kind of thinking about specifics. They just did this game with Dave Rubin. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to watch that one. <laughs> um, people, this is my next claim. You can ask me, you want to ask me a claim? No, no, keep I've going. Been, if one, if one appears to me, I'll certainly ask it. Okay. It is possible for an atheist to be a good person. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Complete with a hug. Thank you. I, I, know, I know many atheists who outshine Christians in morality and moral performance. That's, that's, that's an easy one. It is impossible for a Christian to be a good person. It is impossible for a Christian. 
kind of a weird phrase. No, I, I know, I know. Weird, weird phrasing. I know but. lots of, I mean, good good people, the way we use that phrase, that's sort of, you know, better than the norm, but you know, how, how on earth can we judge people? I mean, it's, it's difficult, but yeah, Christians are regularly good people. Physical health is more important than spiritual health. Yeah, why do you disagree? There's a story of a woman in a nursing home. It's a shitty nursing home, the kind she gets on Medicare. And she's down a hall, smells like urine, face is eaten away by cancer. Young seminarian wants to do his good deed, and he's visiting strangers in a nursing home, bringing flowers on Valentine's Day. He comes up to that woman and gives her a flower, and... She says, no, you can keep this. I can't really smell very well anymore. And, um, and then he starts talking to her about her life. And she shares how, she says, basically, Jesus has been very good to me. He's so very good to me. And he looks at this woman like, how on earth can you say Jesus has been good to you? And she talks about her life. And it's not an especially extraordinary life. There's a lot of hardship and loss. Um, her children aren't there on that holiday either, but she lived through what most of us would very reasonably assume to be something that should be ended with euthanasia, but she counted every day more blessed than the one before. And when you see that, you begin to recognize that part of why religion, and in particular for me, a Christian minister, is ubiquitous, is that um, it's our spiritual lives that help us endure horrible suffering in this world. Okay, I have a claim. Don't um, tell me the name of your child or who you're thinking of. Think of one of your children. Put the... Okay. I, I want to make sure I get the wording right because it's a very sensitive uh, question. Um, I would rather the child I'm thinking about go to heaven than me. He didn't say we're playing <laughs> Sophie's Choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to strongly, strongly. Even though I don't agree, I'm gonna, for the purpose of the question, I'm gonna assume it's true. Interesting, why did you go to agree? Well, it's obvious I want the salvation of my children. Right. It's not exactly always obvious what salvation entails. C.S. Lewis wrote a little book, The Great Divorce, in which he says, you know, it's quite possible that the door to hell is locked from the inside. And if we spend all of our life telling God, I want my way, then the last place you would ever want to be is a place where everyone is simply enjoying God and his way. And so some readings of hell is that, uh, are that it is a mercy for those who have chosen to opt out of the creator of the universe and all of his goodness. Yeah, I have another one. Uh, how old are your kids again? What's the, what's the range? Oldest is 32, youngest is 23. I have five of them. 
If my child came out as gay, I would no longer love them. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to not love my children? <laughs> yeah, my my child have my children have all sorts of complexities in their lives, yeah. and I love them still. Yeah, you know, I I have um, I have two kids, and they're both gay. Did you know that? No, two for two. Really? Yeah, one one ad- adopted. She's gay. Now my son's gay. I have two for two. Um, all right, I've been asking you questions. What do you got? Do you have any for me? You don't oh, have to yeah. ask. No, 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 no. I to you. You've 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 primed the pump. You've primed the pump. The the divorce of the house of house of atheism has made me rethink my worldview. What did you learn? Um. I'm still evolving that learning, so I can't say definitively. I've learned that doing away with one superstition, or what I view as not as something that's not true, yeah. does not make one more rational, does not make one more kind. In fact, in many cases, it actually makes one less kind. It could make one less compassionate. Um, I've learned that um, I've been thinking a lot about this idea of a substitution hypothesis. Yeah. About wh- whether or not like belief is the default state, and as when I asked Dawkins and I've asked Shermer and yeah. a bunch of my my friends about this. Yeah. Um, as religion, the organized traditional religion decreases, does something else have to replace that? Yeah. So it's caused me to think about that. If on the day you died, uh-huh. you recognize that you were wrong about the afterlife, uh-huh. and God said you have an option of spending eternity with me or eternity without me, let's say the God of the Bible as you understand him, uh-huh. I would rather spend eternity with God uh-huh. than without him. Hmm. And I knew, like, I knew, knew it was the actual God, as opposed to, like, some drug-induced delusion or, like, some, I'm in hospice. Well, how, how I, I really don't think we're dreaming right now. So you were, you at least had a, a decent level of conviction. Maybe he let you chill someplace for a year to decide, and yet, yet I'm not waking up. I'm, so I would rather spend... God says, Peter, you know... You got some bad information, but I love you. I want you to be with me, but you have a choice. Would I be alone? No. You would, you would, uh, obviously if he's letting you and he's letting some others in who didn't go to church. The people, so. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> me of all people. Yeah, the guy who wrote a manual for creating atheists. <laughs> Dude, if, he's, if he's letting me in, um, let's see. Um, so agree would mean you want you're gonna spend you're gonna spend eternity with Team God. Disagree, you get to spend eternity with everyone else. I just want to make sure I have this question right because this is a huge. It question. is kind of a big one. <clears throat> I'm on my deathbed, and God comes and He says, "You can either spend eternity with me and the people you've loved." I'm gonna put my dogs in there too. Okay. I, I believe dogs come with owners okay. in the afterlife. Okay. So, or 
what? What's the other? Or you can spend eternity with the people that didn't want to be with me. Hmm. Hmm. The problem with the question is... How do you know who went where? No, no. The, the, my problem with the question, if the... And, I, you know, it's your question, so... But I'll tell you, the question would be easier for me to solve or answer to, to go to a mat is if you said, you can either spend eternity with me, your, your dogs you've loved, and the people you've loved, or they'll be, you'll be confined to nothingness for eternity. Ooh. That would be an easier question for you to answer. Would you choose nothingness? Uh, so leaning towards eternity with God, God yeah, and the, the dogs. The reason is, I think, because I've, I think eternity is a kind of hell. I think eternity, like being conscious for eternity. I mean, that's submitting to that. There's no going back from that. Like, that's just... And if you made a mistake, it's an eternal mistake. Whereas if you made a mistake the other way, well, that doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> Here's one. Okay. My life is better since the divorce of the House of Atheism. Since the split. Why? Um, it exposed people for who they really were. Um, it made me realize it, 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 it made me, uh, I've lost a lot of friends, a lot of friends and 100% of the friends I've lost, they've been, it's been about something about social justice. The vast majority of those I've been, I've been very outspoken that I do not think children who are minors should be allowed to transition until their 18th birthday. And that is the single issue that people are outraged at me about. Really? Yeah. I, I've been told I'm on the wrong side of history. I've been told on. But getting back to your question, yeah, it, it's been, my life is, my life is definitely better. Uh, there are some incredibly nasty, angry, toxic people that I've been able to disentangle myself with entirely. So there's no question that, that my life has gotten better. Hmm. Atheism is a worldview. Okay, so if you had asked me that 10 years ago, I would have been on the... Strongly well, disagree. I've been moving, so don't no, no, read no, too no. much into my yeah, no, no. answers. If, if you had asked me that ten years ago, I'd have been on strongly disagree. But now I'll stand on. Um, I'm 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 very close to going to strongly disagree. Very close. In the same way that not collecting stamps is a world. But there are among. It does seem to be the case that among atheists, they do have a worldview, or they do have sets of propositions that they believe, but the propositions that they believe aren't necessarily caused by atheism. They could be other causal factors like, you know, social factors or interpersonal factors or psychological predispositions that kind of dispose people to believe in certain things. But I don't, I don't, think, it's a, I don't think it's a worldview, but I think people who 
don't believe more often than not do participate in a worldview. In a world without pain, there wouldn't be atheism. Okay, I see you're giving it right back at me, aren't you? (laughs) 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 Okay, I get a really, I need a minute to think about this. Um, In a world without, so if there's no pain, there'd be no atheism. Does it follow then that because there's pain, there's atheism? Or does it only work one way? I don't know. The, the reason I, the, what prompted the question is that I know, of course, having grown up and lived within Christian communities and working within communities, I know that uh, um, often people turn to pain or people turn to atheism when there's pain, especially if they're in a religious worldview. That might help you out with yeah, figuring yeah. this out. You know, I... Um, Ian Hershey Ali, she was in the panel. She He's mentioned there. the fact yeah. growing up in a in an Islamic world and looking at the um, looking at the traditions with respect to women, and that can't be, you know, it's an interesting move because, in a sense, you know that 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 can't. Be, it, it, in one way, it's saying I can't embrace that religion. In another way, it's saying that can't be the way that this world is what this world is made for. Okay, so, okay. So if there are no pain in the world, I, I'm, go- I'm gonna say neutral because I would really, it's a profound question, I'd really need to think about it before I could walk to a mat. So I'm, I'm gonna say neutral, but not because I'm neutral, because I need to think about it more honestly and openly okay. first. Okay, Um. I would be happier if I believed in a loving, saving God. Does that also entail that I believe that it's true? Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, In other words, you would be convinced. All right, and I would be be happier? Yes. And is that, like, entailed with, I think, going to heaven is a good thing and... Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not filling in too much uh, okay. there. Loving, saving. Those are kind of the two aspects. Okay. Both that. This is a. This is a good God, and He loves you, okay. and He rescues you from okay. the things you need. I, I. We all. I think we all have things we need rescuing from. I know I certainly do. But I would be happier if I believed in a, a loving, saving God. I'm pretty happy in my life right now. Oh, that's good. But I think I think uh, the only reason I didn't go to strongly agree because it kind of seems like a softball question is because because I have never had that. Mm. I don't know that that would be the case. Mm. So I've only gone from testimonies of people like Dan Barker and other people who have had with whom I've had very intimate, honest, open conversations, and they've told me that they've been happier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I asked them about their experience of abandoning that and that kind of process. But I could, I, I think this, I'm pretty confident this is the man I should be on. But um, I really need to figure that, yeah, I'm pretty confident this is the man I should be on. Being is neutral. 
Being is not good, being is not evil, but being is neutral. If by, by, by being you mean like beings or being in the no, world? being. I mean, it's, oh. it's almost Heideggerian. Uh... Well, so being is good. Uh, no, uh, no, but being is better than not being. Oh. It doesn't entail it's good. Oh, well, that, but, so a, a, a universe in which exists is better than a universe that doesn't exist. Even, even with pain. Yeah, and I think especially with pain. Tell me more. Well, you know, my parents, when my parents died, that was one of the most painful experiences I ever had. And, you know, my, my mentor was in a concentration camp, and he was this kind of jocular, uh, very smart, very thoughtful guy. But just the way he handled life and people... And I asked him, did that, did, did, did you get that from being in Buchenwald? Like, did, how did you get that? He's like, ah, no, some people, total assholes. <laughs> 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 um, but I do think that the, the experience of suffering and pain are, are necessary. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to experience them to learn from them, I'd, I'd much rather not. But given that there's really nothing you can do about it, you might as well... They're, they're learning opportunities for people, and the way you deal with those builds your character and tells you something about your orientation toward yourself, your community, the people you love, etc. Wokeism was worth the price of your liberation. You mean my liberation from... From oh. well, you, you earlier you said that it's better than before. Yeah. So oh, wokeism. You mean so uh, the if if the question is the cost to society? Yes. Okay. Strongly disagree okay. because we've destroyed our institutions. It's been an unmitigated civilizational catastrophe. Well, I don't know about unmitigated, but it's been bad, bad, bad. Uh, and I wouldn't want to profit off of something that was bad. Like, I wouldn't want to be at the dentist office giving people sugared candy so they come in and I drill the shit out of their teeth, you know? <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> illustration. <laughs> America is good. Now, if you said to me... Uh, yeah, I, I think America is good. I think America has its problems. I think America has not done some his, things historically. You know, he's a, he's a bastard, but at least he's our bastard. I think that we've not behaved as we should for the rest of the world. We've we've lost something fundamental. Um, we've lost a kind of promise of America. We've lost a statue of of liberty. Um, ideal, but I think fundamentally America with all of its faults and problems 
I think America fundamentally is a good country. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. Christianity has been a net positive for the history of the world to this point. Yeah, the problem is like, I'm thinking about contrafactuals and I don't know mm. like what it, what would have been had it not yeah. been the case. But um, given that, I'd be right here. Okay. Okay. Wow. It, this has been super interesting. Oh, good. <laughs> no, this, this, has, this has been super interesting. I've, uh, I, you know, I've, great questions, super thoughtful questions. I appreciate it. Well, I, I, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've followed your story, yeah. and it's interesting to me. And um, well, I, people are interesting to me. So, um, and and your, I think your story is particularly interesting. This, I, you know, I thought I talked to James Lindsay early on, and uh, I found because I found. The whole this whole narrative of you guys and writing these hoax papers and 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 then you know the substitution hypothesis, which yeah, yeah. which I think is very true, and I've seen it in countless people that once they once they sort of officially give up their status within a particular belief system, you can't help but find other belief systems to inhabit. Usually, that sort of express your presuppositions so um, or that simply express okay um, in order to uh, how would I say this oh we're going to play good good so I think it's good no you can ask me a question you want the reason you can I, go ahead well the I just want to say I think the reason that this is so important that um, I think it's really important that you don't put someone else through something that you wouldn't go through you I know agree. like it would be a, a massive dick move for me and Reed to go around the world and do this to people and not... not and not do it yourself. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 So give it to me. <laughs> the only way to avoid being a non-player character is by being some kind of an extremist. Wow. I, I didn't say a bad extremist. Yeah. No, I didn't take it as a bad extremist. I, I think one can live a gentle, com contemplative life. I think one can... I mean, I always, you know, try to follow the rules and stuff when I'm here. You know those seats that say, you know, don't, don't, someone else could use this. Like, I always try to follow all the rules and I, I don't... Um, I don't know. I I think I think maybe we've historically misprioritized some of our values in terms of. I was just at the battle of ideas about you know nonconformity and dissent and. I don't know. I I think. I don't really think anybody's a non-player character. I I think that um, I do believe in the dignity of people, and I do believe that. There is something. There is something important about. Um, yes, there's something important about taking risks. Yes, there's something important about being forthright in your speech, especially when the society is caught in the middle of a derangement syndrome. Uh, yes, there is something important about either 
bravery or courage or going out on a limb. But you have to make sure that you're brave or courageous about the right things. And I think that, you know, I've said it a million times before, that's why your epistemology must always precede everything. And, and I think that sometimes people get caught up in wanting to be good or wanting to be decent or wanting to be virtuous. And that's, that's actually the beginning of their problem. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, that's a good answer. It's a good answer. I appreciate that. Well, that's what I have in mind. I don't know if you have any more no, questions got, for me. We're good. We're good, Reed. We're good. Thanks, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. This was oh, this is really lovely. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, I, cool. I very much appreciate oh, you. Oh, thanks. I, I, I do like, I've watched some of your videos, and I do like the, the spirit. I, just like we said, you know, if, you know, we both go through it. We both ask hard questions. And, yeah. Uh, I very much, I've watched some of your videos and I very much appreciate the spirit with which you pursue it. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, and I really appreciate you asking me hard questions. That was good. That's good. It's, I, I enjoy thinking. I enjoy, you know, finding, figure out what's true. As do I. Yeah, As well, do cool. I. Well, thanks. Well, we have that in common. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, thanks Peter. Thanks.